welcome to our morning take. My name is Frank Johnson. And I'm Abraham Lawrence Sr. Man, I tell you. Our microphones every morning this week have just sounded like they're just pushed to the max. They are to the max. You better turn your radios down if you're in your car. Yep. We'll just talk a little softer. Yeah, this mic is hotter than a bagel at 3 a.m. <laughs> and that's hot. That's New York hot. Yeah, there's a place that's hotter than that, though. Topeka, Kansas. <laughs> you got that right. It's 110 yesterday yeah. in Topeka. <laughs> it is hot in Topeka. June the 20th. Woo, let me tell you. 2023. This is episode 117. Yes, it is. But um, before we go into the, I know we are going to go into the Genesis story, but we were talking a little bit yesterday about a young lady that we met while Pastor Frank was uh, in the hospital. Yes, sir. And uh, we were discussing... Um, her going to this one church, mm-hmm. and uh, we talked about the things that attracted her when she was outside before she even went into the sanctuary. But do you remember what she said when she went inside? What really got her attention? Mm. What was it? I can't the remember. lights and the music. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And but- she was like mesmer- mesmerized by it. She was like, the lights and the music. Mm-hmm. And it's true. It sets a, it sets a mood. Yes, yes. And that's why you and I both have said that there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, except that uh, that is kind of the way the world does things. Yes, the world wants to set a, a mood. Now, I I'm not saying that God cannot use those same things, and I believe that He can. Oh, absolutely. He absolutely can. He absolutely can. But what was disturbing was. She never said anything about the message or what she got out of it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. She never said, man, that speaker was incredible. She just said they had a lot of things going on outside and the lights and the music. And listen, I realize in today's 2023, it's not politically correct to share your religious views with anybody. And her being a nurse, that's probably number yeah, one on her list. Absolutely. Listen, they could be a Muslim. They could be a Hindu. They might be an atheist. I'm not sharing my views. And even though I'm there and open to her and trying to, she's probably still guarded. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I found that today, as I went back to my doctor today to get released from this uh, pick line, um, I'm wearing a shirt that actually, you know, has some uh, religious connotation to it. It says, uh, do not conform, which comes from Romans 12, 1 and 2. Do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And uh, so I go in, and the lady's asking me about my eye, if my vision is improving, and it is. And uh, she was happy, but she said, well, you must really be happy about that. And I said, well, can I just—I just want to tell you something. I'm a man of faith, and I believe that God is sovereign. And it's almost like this thing comes over their face then, you know, like, yeah, well, like I, I don't, really they don't. They don't even want to hear it. And I go, so I really believe that whatever happens, God knows what's going to happen, and I'll either regain my sight perfectly and everything's going to be great, or I will never regain my sight, and I'll continue to pray for it. But Paul had a problem with his eye, and he prayed a lot. And and the Apostle Paul, I'm no Apostle Paul, okay? And God said, my grace is sufficient for you. But I had a chance to, like, say all of that before she takes my blood pressure or whatever. She's got to do her thing. Yeah. um but the unique thing was at the end of the conversation, she says, what school do you do you teach at? And I said, Community Christian Academy. Oh, my goodness. So she tells me about this teacher, uh, Carly Sigmund. And she's like, I said, yeah, she's at the other campus at Bestman. She's with the little kids. 
And she goes, yeah, they're related somehow. Yeah. And so she was like, wow, what a small world. And then on the way out, she goes, I really like your shirt, by the way. I just wanted to let you know that. So, see, I think even if they do, and even if, they, even if they're believers, we've sort of been ingrained to not share our testimony. And that's a shame. Yes, yes. Because when I come in a room, man, before we leave, you're going to know that I'm a child of God or oh, I didn't do my job. I feel like that's why God has me meet everybody that I meet. My doctor, I witnessed to every single one of my doctors, my attending physician, my infectious disease physician, my nurses, my night nurses. Mm. Did I tell you about the the lady that was across the hall from me? Or she was actually in my adjoining room and she was... The one that was making noise? She was struggling from drug addiction really badly. And so she wouldn't be too bad in the daytime, but in the middle of the night, like especially at one or two in the morning... It would be bad for her. And instead of her wailing and moaning in there, she would be singing. And she was just belting it out one night. Jesus loves me, this I know. And she's just belting it out. And uh, one of the nurses came in to do whatever they do to me. And and she noticed I was awake. And she goes, I imagine she's probably keeping you up over there. And I go, well, I'll say this. It's a wonderful song she's singing because Jesus really does love her. And I said, before I leave. I want to stop in and say hi to her. And I did. I saw her that Saturday morning, and I said, listen, I've been in this room over here. And the first thing she said, oh, I am so sorry. I bet I kept you up and everything. I said, no, what I heard was that Jesus loves you. You do know Jesus loves you. And she said, I really do. I know, because I wouldn't be alive if he, if he wasn't. And I said, well, get your act together, because God wants you to get your act together. Amen. He loves you. Amen. Now, if we can't witness like that, what are we here for? This is this is what I'm saying. All right, it's all I'm saying, too. So I don't get what this whole philosophy is now that we just have to be quiet. Yeah. Don't tell people you're going to offend somebody. Yeah, because I'm going to tell you something. My sister, um, she works as a, a home care aide um, attendant, and uh, she does work at the hospital, too. And... If they tell, if they say Janet, um, this is Mr. Williams is you know he's only got a little bit of time left. She's gonna go in there and she's gonna hold his hand and she's gonna pray over him. Yeah, amen. And you know that's unheard of. People don't do that. But she, Mm-mm. if they, she's like, if they fire me, they fire me. Yeah, because this could be their last chance to make it in, and she takes advantage of that. Yeah, we just have to we have to be a witness. Yeah, I'm so glad that my daughter's that way too. Uh, she's that way at Walmart, yeah. where she works. She was telling me that they were they're telling her that uh, could she be more flexible on working Sundays? And she said, "No, church means more to me than anything. I'm going to church. I'm sorry." She gets. She says, "You know, you work me any other day but Sunday, and that's my deal. I've worked out, and that's the way it works. And that's what she does." And she says, "Now uh, they come to her and said, well, just know your hours may get cut, and I'm just letting you know." Oh, so they're just trying happen. to put the squeeze on her. But God will provide, even if they do that. Jenny said, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. I'm not worried yeah. about it. So, See, that's their squeeze play of, okay, so you won't do this, so this is what we're going to hit you with. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And they know Jenny's testimony. In fact, when the lady asked her, she goes, I knew that's what you were going to say. I just, I just have to ask you. And I have to tell you, be honest, in case your hours change. But trust me, it's Walmart, buddy. Yeah. They need they need people. <laughs> Mars needs women. <laughs> Yesterday, we sort of uh, post-celebrated Father's Day a little bit, and you had yeah. made a comment that Abraham, who we've been studying for the past however many months we've been 
in Genesis that he was the father of many nations. And uh, so how apropos that we are at his death, that we are at the end of his life. Uh, Genesis chapter 25, we're going to get into this just a little bit today before we uh, wrap it up. Abraham did take another wife after Sarah, and I always felt like that had to be a little odd. Uh, I mean, does he need the children, or or what's the deal? Maybe it's just a you know a companion thing. Who knows? I mean, it's hard to put your finger. Well, he was on. 137. Hey, wasn't? listen, the guys always had somebody with him. I mean, some guys are like that. Wasn't he about 150 or so when he died? Let's see, verse seven. These are all the years of Abraham's life that he lived, 175. Oh, okay. So at 137, he still had almost another 40 years left. So who knows? Four or five years in, he was probably like, hey, I don't know how much longer I'm going to live. I'm just going to marry another woman. Was it Keturah? Yes. Yes. And uh, how many kids did she have? She had uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, or six. She had six kids. Man, these are some names, too, let me tell you. That's why I just said six kids. <laughs> wow. Listen to this. One of them's name was Midian. How about that? Mm-hmm. Midianite. The Midianites come from Abraham. You know, uh, when Moses goes uh, and leaves the land of Egypt and settles in the land of Midian, uh, they are related to yes. Abraham. And that's the other reason why I don't understand why Zipporah had such a problem circumcising their son. Did they not believe in circumcision? I just think it was the whole process that she had a problem with. Because the cutting and everything. But all of Abraham's descendants are circumcised, right? Yeah, but uh, she wasn't okay with that. <laughs> there was a bloody mess. <laughs> Those are her words, not mine. I tell you, that's a poor. She was something. <laughs> That's gonna make. I can't wait till we get to that. That's gonna make the end of that podcast. It's okay. I don't mind. We we like our listeners to listen all the way to the end. Yeah, that's right. You don't want to miss nothing. (laughs)